All right, so what the fuck beef now? Just like the Chicago, like BD versus GD, like the Black Disciples versus Yankee Disciples. So like, uh, like 300 and like O Block and shit versus like Tukaville and shit. Uh, and uh, we're talking about Chicago drill beef. Yeah, <laughs> like sets of Chicago gangs um, <laughs> that happen to have famous rappers in them. Like, uh, cause you know King Von, what he died, he got killed last year, late last year around this time last year so that was started coming up you know what i mean so i got curious because his whole vibe was that like he's official like he's actually rapping about shit that he lived and he's fucking killed people so i'm like how the fuck did that dude not get picked up you know what i mean on that bobby shmurda shit yeah and um that led me to a rabbit hole with like the murder of FBG Duck that happened shortly before that who was from Tukaville who was in an opposing set to 300 um which is uh like King Vaughn set they're from o, you know O Block O Block you know? <laughs> so, so. Yeah. Uh, King Vaughn was O Block and uh they beefed with uh Tukaville and uh FBG it was rumored that King Vaughn had something to do Either Dirk or King Vaughn had something to do with FBG Duck's murder. Cause that shit was brazen as fuck. He was like shopping in the Gold Coast, like Neiman Marcus and shit. That's why they all started getting picked up. Cause the way people were like, oh nah, we don't want this here. <laughs> yeah, you are you are not you will you will not plug someone as you say at Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> yeah. No, this is hollowed ground. Yeah, keep all that gangland shit in the south side. Yeah, you keep that fucking... shit away from the Jamba juice and everything will be yeah. fine. But the reason we were talking about that is because apparently Kevin works for someone who looks like fucking Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like Sosa. He looks like, because he's tall. He reminds me, he would like be more like, probably like like Sada Baby. Like a little bit more trim, like a little bit more like okay. built Sada Baby. You know okay. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's really fucking funny. Dude, fucking Chief Keef is one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. Like, did you fuck with the uh, the Sosa and uh, Draco beef, like Twitter beef? The, was that when he was like flying around the country trying to get him? Was yeah, that the person who was trying was to get? Like, it was. That, it's one of my favorite tweets of all time. A soldier was just like, "Let that nigga Sosa know I got choppers on deck for him." And then the next tweet was just in all caps, "I hate that nigga Sosa!" Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! <laughs> soldier boy needs to run for office. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the wildest people just oh, on the yeah. internet. Also, people don't give him enough credit. He is wild he as is shit. He's an innovator in hip hop. For when, sure. When he went on the Breakfast Club and was talking about how like there wouldn't be Drake without Soldier Boy and all that shit. He was not bullshitting. He was not bullshitting at all. And like the audacity like the audacity. It's like that thing where like you're so confident that like, okay, yeah, you get that. But also like think back to Soldier Boy back in the day. And what people are doing, like right, it's because he really, he's like he's not one hundred percent wrong. And I don't mean that like in a he's not even wrong way. I mean just like you could finesse that with what he was doing with the whole grassroots thing and with Kazan shit is a precursor to what we got now with oh, SoundCloud yeah, 100%, and, yeah. and all that and Spotify and all that. <clears throat> just like putting your mixtape on Kazaa and naming it like Tupac all eyes on me and mm-hmm. the fucking notorious big ready to die people downloading that shit right big titty blonde anal only yeah. <laughs> you download that shit you're like oh fuck yeah big L lifestyles of the poor and dangerous hell yeah I download that shit 
you fucking stay up all night downloading that shit on dial up on your mom's internet yeah worried yeah. she's gonna wake up and beat your ass yeah she, she misses three calls from your grandma but you gotta just like take that risk because you really 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 want this nas record right <laughs> ends up being you finally so yeah after that, you finally get to 100 percent, you finally boot it up in windows media player hit play in the first win thing amp, dude <laughs> oh yeah i'm win sorry amp. not win it yeah win amp yeah win amp, win amp. You boot up a win amp and the first thing you hear is you <laughs> did, did you get fucking played on his like the soldier boy game boy thing oh nah funny story about that though did you that tell you i streamed with him yeah okay well, i knew that you streamed with him i haven't heard anything aside of the fact that y'all play among us right so holy shit this was the funniest moment out of that entire like event so he had uh there's like a waiting room uh that he had set up for like people he was gonna play with and shit that he would like select from and shit people that don't know him and shit and um it's this is all in discord so i'm sitting in the waiting room and this is why i was uh like i was an uber driver so i had like just get gotten out of the car and shit so i'm like chilling chilling and uh so i'm just looking at chat interacting with all these other people there in the waiting room we're all talking like like half of them are just straight memesters that like don't even really fuck with soldier like that like aren't even soldier fans they're just like i like how you played among us with him one time and now you're on a first name basis you just know him a as soldier, soldier. <laughs> nah his name is actually draco is it is that his actual it's like, like nah his, 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 his so that'd be sick if it's like actual christian name was draco nah he explained it on the on the breakfast club his first his first two names like his first name and middle name is like andre cortez so draco Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the dog layers, just layers. Dude, he's he's a genius. He really is a genius. Y you calling him soldier reminds me. I'm sure you've never seen this. It'd be fucking tight if you did. Have you ever seen like the made-for-TV movie about Meatloaf, like the singer Meatloaf? I heard about it, and I, I've like I know of it, but I've never actually sat and watched it front to back. It's completely fucking wild. That's first funny of all, shit. and he's in it. He like plays himself in his biopic. Yeah, think about that for a second. <clears throat> but there's uh, so in it, they never call him by his like real name. They oh, address him as Meatloaf, but first name Meat, last name Loaf. <laughs> so What's like, up, Meat, <laughs> dude, no, for real. So like, his like housekeeper calls him Mister Loaf. Oh my in god! It. And then like, there's a scene where he's like fighting with his girlfriend or his wife or something, and he's like walking out the door, and you know, and she's like chasing him down the street, and she's just like Meat. Oh Think of your God. family, meat. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Just like imagine, like you have to play yourself in your biopic, and then they're like, all right, we're going to have this really intense scene about like the divorce from your first wife, where your kids are on the line. We're going to have your wife run out the door. She knows your full name, has known you before <laughs> you were famous, but she's going to stare off into the sunset she's and just, just call scream, you "We're the Bolsheviks." <laughs> one should ever fuck with farmers. I read this crazy article about how AI is like learning how to be racist. It's rock and roll, bitch. It's pretty absurd thinking about it now. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. Complete nonsense. nonsense. Oh yeah, but that was, uh, <laughs> that was the, that was the funny part about, uh, Soldier Boy's Discord was, I got in there and I was chatting with the other bros and uh, this guy comes in, all caps. It's like, <laughs> oh, fuck soldier game. He was like, soldier game sucks. Fuck that nigga soldier boy. I want my fucking money back.
all caps exclamation points and the the mods immediately banned him Are you like serious? instantly yeah do you think that he got that like ahead of time where he was like if someone brings up oh my- i i there was no way i like i knew it going in that that would probably be a sore subject at the very least because that was content fodder for a, a minute for like gamer youtube and shit people complaining about how poor quality soldier game was when it it like wasn't for them wasn't that just straight up one of those things where it was like the console that's loaded with like 200 games? Yeah, it was one of those type of deals. We have one of those upstairs. It's actually pretty sick. Yeah, but like, the arcade thing. Yeah. yeah, but like, I don't know why the fuck. Yeah, that really is something where like, if you're going to play people that hard, you're only playing like dummies, like capital D dummies. And so like, I don't, I feel no remorse for you. Yeah. You should be buying that as like a nostalgic thing to put on your shelf being like, dude, I got one of these stupid fucking things. Uh, yeah. It's you either, you're either buying it for the meme or like as a stocking stuffer. Cause I think it hit the market. Like it was one of those things where you know, it was like, goddamn well, that was on the shelves for holiday time. He's not dropping that shit uh, yeah. in fucking March. That's what I'm saying. It was like one of those things like Shaq's where he, he intentionally brought it to the market for a lower price than normal so that people be able to afford it he, I he, think. he is not a dumb man yeah he knows goddamn what would he do <clears throat> it was like a hundred bucks for for the something that was like very similar to a nintendo switch but it was like emulators baby. yeah it was just preloaded with a bunch of like he got c and d i'm pretty sure actually because it was just like literally emulators oh i mean honestly <laughs> good for him yeah. like honestly like if you can pull the that finesse. off it's just he is the king one of the the not a pioneer of the finesse, but like a king of the modern finesse. It's wild to me to go on some Dostoevsky fucking crime and punishment type shit. It's wild to me that like Halo and Call of Duty in them can put like quote unquote battle passes in their games where it's literally just FOMO and like fake ass shit to get you to spend more money on the game that you wouldn't have spent otherwise. Like that's totally above board, but Soldier Boy putting this thing that like really hurt no one at the end of the day and low key might because there that's another thing with video games about like the companies obviously want all the money all the time and we as gamers just want to play games so like if you want to play fucking like eve of extinction on the ps2 you have to hunt down a working ps2 a working copy of the game like all that when you could just emulate it and play it and have the same experience yeah we were in the mall the other day and we went to round one or whatever that nice. fuck, the arcade fuck yeah i was not impressed really be i was not impressed because i wasn't into the fact that i had to get like the game card in order oh, to play games. yeah that's trash that's that goofy. was that was yeah. kind of booty where it was like i couldn't just like because i was expecting just like to roll up and throw some quarters in. oh nah yeah that's yeah i'm that's not gonna dead. do a whole fucking commitment also like i was really disappointed with their i i went in for the well we were we were just the mall but like i really wanted to check out like the fucking the claw machines like the the crane games and shit oh the gotchas and shit yeah and none of the prizes were good like i couldn't even tell you what all really? like the plushies they were and, like the lit the last time i was there they had all dragon ball z shit none like, of that dude, like the super no, zayn none Vegeta of that with his arm crossed you, and shit none oh of that God. shit none of that shit at all it was all that's shit sad. that like that's neither trash. of us knew what the fuck it was there was only one interesting one and it was like the real ramen that you get at each mark oh okay but everything else was like weird. Like it wasn't even like it looked like some Teen Titans shit, but it wasn't uh, Teen Titans. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like we're just like too old for that shit. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't even know what the fuck it was. It was that just sucks. weird fucking vibes. But next to it, there's like that retro gaming store. Really? Yeah. 
literally next to round one inside at the fucking mall in Towson. In Towson? Damn, I got to go there. We're about to go there because we're getting Bonchon this weekend. You trying oh, to get Bonchon? Maybe. All right. This sounds fucking sick. Actually, I'm going to be at the... What, what time are you going? Uh, what day? We haven't figured it out yet. Uh, if you want to go at on Saturday at 2 p.m., we're doing uh, Christmas cards. Okay. So me and Paul are wearing those gold and silver suits, if you saw those pictures. <laughs> And then Kathy and her roommate are Ugh. wearing like all black. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we're going to go all sit on Santa's lap together. Nice. Yeah. So we'll be there at two o'clock on Saturday. Sounds if anyone lit. wants to meet up, <laughs> meet up at the mall. We'll, uh, yeah. We'll probably do that because we were going to go tomorrow. My boy, Mal, shout out Clickbait. Uh, he was going to do a pinball tournament tomorrow. Oh, that sounds fun. Uh, but oh, oops. but um, we would only have like an hour to like chill and eat and smoking shit before I mean, he had to go compete so. oh that's like a lot if you're trying to do all that shit but like an hour yeah. of bonchon's not that bad <clears throat> yeah but me especially when i'm about to compete like i like the just like chill and zen for a few minutes you know what i mean yeah you sit there and listen to, <laughs> listen to lose yourself in the car yeah think about mom's <laughs> spaghetti just think about not throwing up on yourself but we went to the the vintage game store or whatever and like it was wild as shit going in there because i was expecting like all the like you know, like Game Boy games to be super expensive and like the Nintendo games to be they really aren't anymore. Like the last time oh, that shit's super cheap. But the last time I was in like a like a retro gaming place, like there's one in Hagerstown near Wonderbook, like near where my dad lives. And so like I would go in there and it would be like, you know, like the you obviously like like a hundred bucks for like Mario sixty four or whatever the fuck, right? Like yeah. like all that crazy shit. But even like a copy of like Pokemon Red. Oh, yeah. It was like 65 bucks. Yeah. But at the place at the mall, like, because because uh, she has like a Nintendo or like a Super Nintendo or something. So we're looking mm -hmm. at like the old ass games. They were like 10 bucks. That's because they made so much of that shit. After like Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64 generation, they just started like pumping that shit out. Except for their select copies of select games. Like, I know specifically one is... um. I know this for two reasons, because I worked at GameStop and also because it's one of my favorite games of all time. But you worked at GameStop? I did. It was my first job. That kind of makes sense. How long were you there for? Three years. Jesus fucking yeah, Christ. Brutal punishment. I was about to say, I really <laughs> felt like you're going to say you worked there for three days. And oh, then no. And you just like no. flipped the table on somebody. Mm -mm, nah, it was, I, I did write Mad piece. Virginal. I, oh, Absolutely. I, we've talked about the virginal. Oh energy. yeah, no, I know. I just yeah. need to but, um, just remind you. <laughs> I did write "Peace the fuck out" in the red book when I like the, the, in the the book that you're supposed to write in, like when you request off and shit in. Oh, and, you like, just wrote "Peace the fuck out." Yeah, it's sharpie, so fuck the next like couple pages up too. Oh really? Yeah, you showed them. I sure did. Very rebellious. <laughs> That's so fucking. It funny. was the I got picked up for the wildest reason too, because um. This was in like 2008. Um, the PS3 had just dropped, and this lady came in literally right at close. Like I'm eyeballing the fucking like gate rod, like getting ready, like like warming my arm up, doing arm stretches. It's the ready. scene in waiting where it's two minutes till, and the kitchen's clean, and then someone yeah. walks in, and they start throwing the plates and shit. Yeah. Also, a very underrated movie. Waiting. Oh yeah, Waiting was crucial. That was a very good class consciousness film, and mm -hmm. also just a good thing to say, have. I low key got radicalized school. off Waiting. It definitely made you think about your place and like the economic food chain for sure. When Justin Long's having this like go back to community college crisis, whereas like the back of the house is just like chilling, right? And like the front of the like it really, and then fucking Andy Milnock is just doing whippets the whole time. Facts. Like it really just kind of gave you like a very nice like 
you know, uh, what's not like uh, cuts. Like it, it, I will say, at the very least, it made my transition to the food industry after working at GameStop. After deciding I was never doing retail again, like made it way easier because I was. It prepared me in a way that like would prepare you way more than like training videos. Oh like yeah, that. no, my first job was at a barbecue restaurant in Hagerstown where my buddies like aunt and uncle owned. And so like all the homies got in as like busters and dishwashers and shit. So I worked there like all through high school, even when I was like selling weed and shit, I was still like at least doing like a couple shifts up there and like, yeah, dude, like watching, waiting after like working in the kitchen and being like, yep, this is what it is. Like yeah. I, I, yep. I, as you know what I mean? Like the Zen dishwasher guy. I was like, I was all in one because it was just me and one other one other dude that somehow had even more virginal energy than i did like he has the bowl cut and everything like but see but now like you would just need a snorkel with that haircut because you would be drowning in pussy oh yeah like yeah. you would you would just have that like oliver tree thing going on yeah. like some like blade shit <laughs> you know what i mean you just like look so awkward that people just like want to jump your bones yeah I guess that's fair, but I'm talking, this is like, this is the no country for old men, Javier Bardem. Anton Sugar. Yeah, the Anton Sugar Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, what's the most you ever lost in a coin toss? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, fucking, um, that was legit, because I was, I was, I was a pizza delivery driver, but it was a mom pop shop, so it wasn't one of those deals where like, I make different pay when I'm inside versus when I'm in a car. I always made six flat plus tips at the time, which wasn't bad because I was, I was, I had locals and my radius was only like a mile and a half. So I would put like 50 miles on my car in a week, but come up like $200, especially during football season. But I was also selling butt on the side. Yeah. And like my other locals who lived in the area, like homies and shit from like high school and shit would just like i would just legit just come inside they would order food and i would come inside rip the bong <laughs> and go back to the shift i remember like i never had like a like the pizza job but like that's some like some i don't know if that still happens but like that was some like early to early mid 2000s like that was definitely like the pizza delivery dude vibe for like small towns straight up was like your pizza delivery driver was probably also your weed man yeah <laughs> like you would get pizza delivered to the house party and the pizza guy would show up and like do a keg stand yeah and then get back in the car and then go deliver the rest of the shit like that's just what it was i feel like our generation in air quotes was the last generation that had that specific like spicoli guy you know what i'm saying like the very specific like no, stoner I don't- pizza I don't, well, I don't know. I went at last year, or <clears throat> when was this? This was two years ago, because this was before I, this was before COVID, obviously, but I was doing Uber Eats, and uh, I dropped the pizza off to some, like, college kids or something in, uh, in, like, Fells, like, on the cobbles and shit at Fells, Fells. Oh, God. And uh, they let me hit the blunt. They were like, uh, yeah, we're not supposed to smoke in this Airbnb, so we're smoking out here, and, like, we left you a nice tip, but cool as fuck. You want to hit the blunt too? And I was like, I mean, hell yeah. And I just like rapped with them for a minute about the inner harbor and shit. And they tipped me $10. It was lit. That's pretty fucking tight. <laughs> but I feel like just that character of like the pizza delivery driver, who's just kind of like the lovable, like doofy stoner guy who maybe lives in his mom's basement, maybe has like a studio apartment in your small town. 
Like like the harmless weed dealer guy who's one of my favorite genders, honestly. Exactly. No, it really is like one of of, of the myriad of genders. That's a very wholesome one. <laughs> you know, I want <laughs> that would be fucking sick if <laughs> that just becomes like a subset of pride. <laughs> but like no, I like I feel like that person doesn't has been priced out of existence. Like you can no longer be like it's not a sustainable lifestyle. Well, you can no longer be like 27 years old and working like at the small town pizza place and just like selling dime bags to high schoolers and just kind of like <clears throat> playing fucking video games and like kicking it all. Like you just can't. That's not a thing anymore. Yeah, I got I got priced out of it. That's what I was doing in 2016. That's a chill lifestyle. Yeah, I legit would just fucking go to work. I would drive to the county, which was like. The longest, the most amount of driving I had to do was my commute, my like 20 minute commute from um, Waverly to uh, Arbutus. And then the radius was like Catonsville and like uh, within Arbutus. I feel like like, that would be dog shit during the week, but fucking like very funny chill on the weekend. It depends on the, the time of the year and the time of the day. During the week, during the day, it was absolutely dog shit unless you were doing right at noon. And the other thing is, um, fuck. Oh my God. I'm having flashbacks thinking about this shit. So there was, um, there's, uh, um, do you know uh, Spring Grove? You heard of Spring Grove? The name is familiar, but I couldn't point it so out. So it was a mental health facility where um you know when like people think like what the trope of like people think that you just claim you're crazy you can get away with murder and that type of shit the place where they actually put you that's way worse than prison yeah that's the place where you go it's like is that the place that was like a bunch of different buildings and some of them are still Mm -hmm. occupied now yes i well i don't know about now but they were at the time this is about uh five six years ago well, because I did a delivery to some place in like Arbutus, Catonsville area. Okay. That was like a really big, huge like campus. Yep. And some of it looked really old, like fucking like Wayne Manor, like Arkham yeah. style. Uh-huh. But then there was like some other like newer, like 70s, 60s style buildings that yeah. were still being occupied by like Hopkins that and shit. It's weird. Yeah. But there's like these huge, like dilapidating, like fucking gigantic buildings. They in had there. soccer fields there. When yeah, I was exactly. A kid. Okay. I know exactly yep, what you're talking about. My mom about. used to coach soccer when I was a kid and we played soccer there for a few years. But so they would, uh, the people like, that are in there would order food like they would they would get flyered just like any other address in the area so they get every shitty mom and pop pizza and sub place in the areas yeah yeah yeah. piece of shit fucking graphic design is my passion flyer just like everyone else so they so they order that shit so what they would do is they would get like everybody in the whole unit so it'd be like 30 40 people on one order each order in like a meatball sub and a coke and cookies or chips or something like that some kind of combo like that and there'll be like 40 of them so it's first of all crazy back of house because they have to cook all this food all that food has to be done within like 30 40 minutes that's why i was always against that shit when i worked at the symphony because like the, like the other departments would be like, hey, thanks for working so hard. We know you guys all want to put a bullet in your brain. So we're going to let you guys all pick something from like never on Sunday or some shit. Yeah. And I always felt really weird about it because it's like, yo, you're making our life a little better by like 
hitting up this fucking like to go spot at two thirty on a Friday. Oh yeah, and wanting. 27 different sandwiches that are all very specific yeah nature. and those dudes were all that like were making that shit we're all like 14 15 oh definitely yeah. not in the country legally like mm-hmm. why would you be yeah shit's nuts so um so that's Can we also just point out for a second that this country would completely fall apart if immigration actually was pulling people who were oh fuck fucking yeah. underage working but also who were not here legally yeah just like in general like most of the country's backbone labor wise comes from exploited what would be classified as exploited youth immigrant labor yeah even if for the most part all labor in america is exploited oh that especially that yeah but there's a very specific class of like people who work at your favorite restaurant your favorite takeout place like they are either underage or they are not here legally right and some of them are like human traffic type of stuff and other people are just straight up like fuck it like they came over here they're, they don't want to be on papers like yeah they're getting their fucking money under the table because you can't afford to buy a two dollar chicken nugget like meal poverty is expensive as fuck it is but like there's no way that you could think that like burger king is only up and up or like some of these like other places where it's like you're getting like a four dollar like full lunch like chicken isn't supposed to cost two dollars right it does that because the whole way down the line people are being exploited right like you have to figure there is at least one chicken slaughtered so that you can eat that shit yeah it's only four dollars yeah exactly no there are a lot of people who are not getting a like a a wage at which they can like retire on right (laughs) like who are who are working on this thing so so yeah they're making that shit and they're already sweating working hard as shit and um this, and this could happen at any time. And sometimes it would happen on like, they would do it like on a Friday night or like on a Saturday or a Sunday. So you've already got whatever sports rush is happening. And then on top of that, Hey, you have 36 meatball. Whatever subs. golden retriever game was happening. That's the, the yeah. That, yep. UMBC. The, yep, yep. That fucking goofball shit. So you Yo, that upset when they got <laughs> that basketball shit, dude, that was tight goodness that was the first time I, that I, ever I, happened i haven't paid attention to any of that you don't know about that it was a couple years ago oh and, yeah okay yeah i remember that yeah and they made I it into the that. ncaa shit yeah and they were a 16 seed and they went up against the one seed and they beat them and it was like either the first time ever or the first time in like generations that that's yeah. ever happened mm-hmm. of course they got creamed in oh, the second yeah. they game their but, like, clapped. but still like that was yeah. a very funny time to i be. can respect that as yeah. a person that's had similar <laughs> similar <laughs> experiences and tournament wise but um so yeah fucking um so you have these like teenage fucking coyote potential like victims fucking in the in the kitchen making 37 meatball custom meatball subs and tuna subs and fucking cheesesteaks um and then i gotta pick 37 different bottles of pop uh and like chips and shit and, and you better not fuck it up for it'll be your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. So uh, that shit has to be primo, right? Everything has to be perfect because, and I got to pack it up into like find an empty box in the back because we don't have anything to properly accommodate all that shit. And I got to figure out how to stuff all that shit in the hot bag. So it's, it's still warm by the time I get there. Um, so I'm responsible for all 37 of these meatball subs and chips and shit in, in my car from this point on, I get there. They have me come inside, 
right? So I'm carrying all this shit. There's like a how many bags door. is it? Like how are you doing? Like it's three. Yeah, I have to make two trips. So it's I'll have two milk crates under each arm and then come in with like uh one or two bags of like fucking the actual food and shit. So um, they've locked the door behind me. I'm locked in with them and these people who could do who knows what at any given moment. Like not I'm not being ableist or anything, but like. They're in there and not out here for Damn, a reason. One you know flew I mean? over the Kev Kev nest. <laughs> but yeah, fucking. So I'm just like low key nervous, whole tea because I have no idea. I feel what's like this is uh, appropriate to be like high key nervous. Yeah, it's like, dude, is this dude a fucking just like chronic masturbator or is he gonna fucking like rip my eyeballs out? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have no clue and I'm locked in here. Yeah, you're gonna have a Kevin interrupted situation uh, very quickly. Uh, yeah, so I'm locked in there while they individually count each individual meal call out the names of each like patient or uh you know uh occupant or whatever and have them come up get all their shit make sure it's all right and go sit down and if any of that shit is wrong you have to go back to the restaurant to get whatever is missing or replace whatever was wrong and bring it back right so I would lose my fucking so just, mind. So just waiting for them to go through that shit the first time could take anywhere from 25, like 25 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour. And then you find out at the end you miss somebody's fucking chips ahoy or a fucking 20 ounce Coke or something. And you got to go back to the restaurant and get it and bring it back and then wait the, the, on the next, the now, after you've driven there, the 15 minutes for them to come to the door open both the doors to get you in and keep everybody inside. At that point, I would just go to a fucking Exxon or like a fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just like buy one and then just bring it over and I take would do that. I, I would do that. Yeah, yeah. I would do that. Just and eat that like 250 just to you not know, spend an hour. Because you know because you know why? Because it would never tip ever. Oh yeah, why would they? They don't tip. Because it and I like I would complain all the time like, yo, it's like 40 fucking people in the order. The You could just on the sneak, like on the low, like sneak set, fucking add a quarter to everyone's shit. And have a decent tip for me when I get there. Or just a, a tip in general. Right. Add a dime. Fuck it. Yeah. If we're if we're going that petty, that's at least fucking, you know, forty cent or four dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. But fucking um nope. Every time they would all have exact change too. So I would walk out of there with like hundred and seventy two dollars in ones and like <laughs> Like, ones and quarters and yeah ones quarters and nickels and dimes and shit just fucking just like fat like mario and have to immediately make a drop like immediately that's so fucking so then so now i do all that and then i have to waste time making a drop because naturally at the counter they have to count all that shit like penny by penny too so i mean you can really tell like the cut of someone's jib if like they tip or not right yeah. like that really is like a fucking that- i don't you can always tell someone who has never worked in like the restaurant like industry because they don't tip. Right. Like or they tip like dog shit. In yeah, that you know scenario, I mean? it was like, who do you blame? Because the people actually getting the food are in there because they're mentally Them, ill I, and they I, can't be in society. I, so obviously they're not gonna understand like the social norm of like tipping or whatever. They're fine. I blame like the air quote, like the adults. The orderlies or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I blame the people them, yeah. who were like actually fucking like the nurses or the people who were like making the like the decision. Right, to order yeah. Food. Fuck yeah. Like, cause if I was running that program and it was like, okay, we're ordering like fucking 17 pizzas 
You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. I don't know how they're divvying up the money amongst. Even if like, I didn't come the, out the of residents. pocket for that, because I could understand if you're like just like a fucking like CNA and you don't give a fuck, and you're like not coming out of pocket for that. But just like but charge that. everyone no, else. If I, a, even if I was a CNA who was in there like orchest- orchestrating this like from my wing, mm-hmm. like I would be like, yo, my fucking boss sucks, and I just like kick it at least a ten, if not a twenty. Yeah. I'm not made of fucking money. I'm a CNA, but like. You know what I'm saying? That's fair, like, yeah. You could just be like, I understand what, like, how annoying this was, and yeah, you're not getting tipped facts. by these people. They would do that once or twice, sometimes three times a week. Merry too. Christmas. Crazy, you yeah. know, they give it to you the once on Christmas. I they started like, tipping. I don't know if, if one of the, because we used to get, uh, like, immigrant drivers, too, who would have, like, dirty, like, whips and shit. That shit was nuts. Yep. And That's a thing. Um, I, I'm sure one of the, the dudes from, like, this dude was nuts. He was from like fucking uh, like Senegal or something. Had been shot in the head before. Like had this big ass scar on his shit. Like he was nuts. So I'm sure after his like third or fourth time going through that, he probably flipped the fuck out on somebody. And they started tipping us like two or three dollars. Uh, there's all this these conversations about like the participation trophy bullshit, like the pussification of America, all that like that weird shit. Yeah, the sentiment isn't wrong, but the way it's used is kind of vile. Yeah, but like the people who are now like in their teens, right, or maybe even like their younger twenties, they don't know what it was like to interact with delivery drivers back in the day. Oh, when yeah. they were the most unhinged people ever. Fucking, egg. and it's just like a thing that was like always just like a thing where it's like that was like the sketchy motherfucker. Yeah. It was either the the cool like weed smoking guy. Or like the dude with Strismus missing three fingers. It's like, oh yeah, he like you're like scared. You're, yeah, he's like looking around in your house while you're fucking exactly. trying to that get your guy. money ready and shit. Yeah, like you you really like were were really rolling the dice on who the fuck you were getting. <laughs> you're like steak and cheese and cheese fries from after school while your parents were. Now you don't even have to interact with the driver. You no, just but have now you have like now you basically could, like you could leave them one review that's like not mm-hmm. great, and now they can't pay their mortgage. Like you have so much power now. Back in the day, it's like your delivery driver could come in and just punch you in the face and grab shit and then dip the fuck out and never be seen from again. And they'd be like, yeah, we hired that guy like two days ago. We think his name's Ricky, Ronnie, what's his name? There was that, but there was also like the, like, and this is crazy. So the dude that trained me was, was like from the area. And he was uh, one of the, uh, there was two main drivers for the Domino's that we always used to order from when I was a kid. One of the dudes was my boy, like, was one of my best friends. Like, we used to ride bikes together during the summer and shit. Yeah. Uh, is his uncle. So, we always tipped him well, and he always hooked us up with, like, extra fucking, like, sticks and shit whenever he came through. And the other dude was just, like, a regular, regular, schmegler dude, but because he was one of the other, like, reggae drivers, we saw him all the time, so we knew him. And he ended up training me, like... It was this weird circle of life. This dude that I had seen come to our house delivering pizza all the time, trained me like on how to like make boxes and shit and wash dishes and shit at this spot because he had moved over there, I guess, to not have to pay taxes. Yeah. If Domino's. So he was training me. In the midst of me working there, he gets an offer back from Domino's, like begging and pleading with him, like, you know, promote. He's going to get promoted to manager and get benefits, all this stuff. So he goes back there. I miss Dirty Domino's. Yeah. Before they got all new and clean. 
I don't really remember Dirty Domino's, but New Domino's was definitely lit. New Domino's is like going into a fucking Apple store. I haven't gone inside. I'm just talking about just like the pie itself. Oh, like I remember quality. when they stopped. Well, yeah, because they had to rebrand everything. Because they got torched. Yeah, people kept cooking them and saying their shit tasted like... And I'm not going to front. It was struggle pizza. Like, it was. You knew exactly what the fuck it was when you were ordering Domino's back in the day. It was like... but. But here's the thing, though, is like it was like the weed how, man used to post up in the Domino's back home, yeah, like it, at a table. And no, it one was like how shit. Little Caesars is now, low key. I fucking like, love Little Caesars. Yeah, same. Where it's like people try to shit on it, but it's like you would know how amazing it you was. You look like a fucking fool if you're shitting on Little Caesars. Uh, yeah, you would Not know how amazing house. it was if you didn't have somebody telling you how shitty it was. Yeah, basically. exactly. Like sometimes <laughs> I don't have money for a fourteen five dollar for a large a large pep. That's what Fuck I'm saying. Yeah, we can't all get and pizza all the goddamn time. Right. I don't need an artisanal French bread with baby arugula. I don't need like you to watch from, me. No. I don't need to watch you make my yeah my pizza with baby arugula and fuck. I don't need that at all. I don't need cherry tomatoes. Drizzle. I need, I need a, and finishes a bread like thing, something red, something gooey, and something that looks like a pepperoni. And a hell of grease. Just that's the whole thing. That that box has to. I have to have. I have to strategically place that box <laughs> when I'm in my car. So it doesn't ruin whatever God, I'm delivering. I don't delivering. fucking miss that. The, the cloth seats in my, my last car that I did. Oh, that's when you just have to have a trash towel. Just from the steam. like. Oh, that'll ruin your fucking car. But my shit, it was dope though, because my, my shit just smelled like dope ass cheese sticks and shit constantly. <laughs> we would go on a blunt ride and my shit would just still smell like cheese sticks. It was amazing. I can't imagine any girl being like, you know what? That was a wonderful <laughs> date, and I was going to give you a kiss on the cheek. Yo, this car smells like Cinestics. I'm going to unhinge my jaw like a fucking pipe. <laughs> nah, that's even more virgin vibes. Is me thinking I was going to get girls, but like taking them out on dates, and the date is just we go on a blunt ride and listen to my black metal and Big L fucking uh, iPod. And then, she gets fucking grease stains on her fucking Aeropostale yeah, pants. Yeah, you get, you get grease stains on your shit trying to wade through the ocean of trash in the passenger seat. And then um, we drive around River Road a few times. I get sketched out and think the cops are behind us and pull into a neighborhood where someone's definitely going to call the cops. The cops come, we leave, um, I take you home, and you ghost me. Back when things made sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about that shit the other day, like back when we were in, when I was in high school and gas was under a dollar and like we used to, <sighs> but we used to, that was the main way that we smoked weed, which is going on fucking smoke rides. But we would go out for like three, four hours a day. Damn. Because gas, like legit, like gas was under, I remember when gas hit a dollar and I thought the world was going to end. Now I look back at that and smile, but like, yeah. We, uh, this is how Hager sound? Yeah. God damn, yeah, you were living a life out there, because that shit, I remember... Well, also, it was like, yeah. It was like 2007, that shit, because I was whipping the range. I had the, my pops' Range Rover at the time. All right, Big Daddy. Right, the Petty Bourgeois. But um, nah, he had the range, so I was whipping that. And um, gas was like 450 a gallon, um, which is crazy, because now that's like hella regular. But yeah, I was filling up on like $80, and that shit was crazy, because... I would I would burn eighty dollars, like eighty. It would take eighty dollars to get a full tank, and I'd burn that in like four or five days. It was fucking nuts. It was crazy. Car got fifth. That truck got fifteen dollars, fifteen miles per gallon. That's fucking like 
insane to me. Like that yeah. it was that that far away. And I guess like I remember when gas got over a dollar, but yeah, you're right. By the time like I was going on cut rides, it was probably like two two fifty. But it was still like. See, I didn't do that shit in high school, so that's probably. But why yeah, but I we were doing that in high school. But I remember it wasn't a dollar. I do remember as a kid when it hit over a dollar. But like, um, yeah, like when we were smoking weed, like that was legit. The only way that we would ever fucking smoke was going on the back roads in Hagerstown, going to like, like uh, fucking Old Forge and like Miller's Church, and like there was just like this fucking like course that you could go through, <laughs> interlocking all these like roads, and you could time it out like if you want to do fifteen thirty minutes, like an hour. And we would just go out there for multiple hours a day. And like one person each day would be like, okay, here's like a $10 bill. I'm putting, I'm filling up the tank. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm filling up the tank for like what we need for the ride. And right. Shit. Yeah. And now I think about that shit and it's like, gas is so fucking expensive. Like there is no way yeah. that I would ever want to go drive my car like out of my way. Just need four people. You got one person to drive, one person for the gas money, one person for the bud and one person to buy and roll the blunt and that was the the formula. i mean that's a very nice like a division of labor for yeah. <laughs> when you have to collectivize the <laughs> smoke ride but obviously in that scenario the person who has to buy the blunt is coming out on top yeah facts. you know god Clearly. damn i i really miss smoking weed that way i really miss like that being my entire day yeah i would get out of fucking class and someone would pick us up and we would just go immediately out to the fucking back roads and listen to like fucking Coheed and Cambria or some <laughs> shit like Chiodos and just like just fucking rip bowls. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. We just go to the playground and like stand on the jungle gym or sit on the swings. And... Dude, yeah, I thought <laughs> like because I went obviously went back home for Thanksgiving and shit and I was like driving around town doing whatever menial tasks I was doing in between, you know, whatever I had to do. And I'm, you know what I mean? Like when you drive through your hometown and you're like, oh, there's like that playground where we used to smoke weed and there's like the train tracks where we used to just like hang out and smoke cigarettes. And like, I don't ever see like teens or like preteens like posted up anymore. I still do occasionally when I, on the rare moments I traipse the Arbutus and shit. I still see, I feel like there's always going to be eight town clowns just because of how. I'm sorry, uh, what? You're not going to just gloss over it. Nope. You're not just a going town to, clowns. Yeah. Arbutus. The there's, there's Arbutus gerbs. There's a town clowns. And I think fucking, these might be the genders. Yeah. <laughs> just the flavors of Arbutus pedestrian. But, um, Oh God. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll see at the like snowball stands and at the movie theater, especially, I feel like wherever there's a movie theater, you'll find teenagers for sure. I guess that's true, but I feel like back home, a lot of our shit, I mean, it was different because we only had one movie theater until I was like in like high school, but there were like just specific like parks and like parking lots where we would just post up, right? And even if like you couldn't see the people because they'd be like behind like a tree line or something, you could see their cars. Yeah. And I guess like those things had to be like migratory as people get older and like. You probably wouldn't recognize it either. I probably, people, you know what? people get better at being on the low. You know what I'm saying? Especially you're a teenager trying to go on a. As a 30 year old, off. I'm kind of glad that like the 15 year olds are hiding themselves. From That's me. what I'm saying. That shit's supposed to be on a low ski. And yeah, I guess I'm not as cool. Especially for people like us. Yeah, yeah. Trying yeah. to fucking. <laughs> trying to be like, guys, no, trust me, I'm still cool. And they're yeah. like, whatever, Gramps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> are you wearing comfortable shoes? Are you, what are you, a fucking cop? You wearing fucking Sperry's? Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
Are those orthopedic? If we get the fuck out of here, Dr. Schultz, go back to med school. You have work gloves in your pocket? Dude. I like (laughs) I was talking about that with someone recently because we're talking about like Christmas and how like the default thing for like parents to get you like if you're you know because some people have the moms where they're like I'm getting you stuff and so it's like fine get me you know so I was like I'm gonna get you clothes I'm gonna get you clothes and like my buddy was talking to me about that shit and was like I feel so fucking weird like because all I wear like my work clothes (laughs) so my mom just like is buying me like Carhartts and fucking like like all that shit. And I was like, dude, that fucking rocks. But then I thought about it. And I was like, damn, like all I wear, are like work clothes too. Yeah. It's a weird crossover for me because I just wear like death penalties and shit to work. But I also just wear like the, that Carhartt jacket and my fucking jeans. So I always wear work clothes, but my regular clothes are my work clothes. So I feel like a cartoon character a lot of times because I'm always wearing like a work shirt, just always. One, because it's just like most of the time I'm not going to like go home and change if I'm just like going to like the bar or going like to someone's house to like post up and do nothing. But also like if I went like per capita like shirts, most of my shirts are work shirts. Like for every like two shirts I like, one of them is a work shirt. That was me. Like I would feel too like too goofy for a number of different reasons, but like when I worked at Auto Bar, whenever I was not literally on the clock in the building, I I never wore that staff shirt, and I see people just like walking around with that shit. That's a weird flex. It is a weird though. flex. Like I wear that shit now for obvious reasons, and also just because yeah. like on the way to work, I just like I mainly wear shirts I don't care about, which is why I like will wear like. If you ever see me wearing weird ass like. There's this one shirt my mom got me that's like my mom loves to get me like those like word t-shirts from like Walmart and shit and like Old Navy. There's a shirt that's like, uh, sure, let's do it the dumbest way possible because yep. it's easy. Oh, yeah. fuck mom got me yeah. that. She got a shirt that said, just wear the damn mask. Don't and think too hard. You might hurt yourself. Yeah, like she'll give me that kind of shit. And damn, um, there's like another edgy Spencer's shirt. Yeah. It's like the iron on shit that I would have loved when I was in middle school. You know what I mean? But um, you know you love it as a thirty-something-year-old. Don't fucking lie. Yeah, you find that shit funny as shit because it fucking is. It's ironic as fuck. Yeah, that shit is funny as. But fuck. I, I wear that's like mainly a shit I wear to work because I because of how fucking exploitative that shit is. Um, I'll be you know fucking free climbing eight foot tall pallets, squeezing in between eight foot tall pallets. Ah, fucking dude. getting getting all my clothes just absolutely ripped to shreds by like stray nails and splinters and shit i met a woman the other day that i had the utmost respect for which is hard because i don't respect people i especially don't respect women ew (laughs) 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 but um but no it was um i had to pick up stuff from like a sign shop like not in the city and it's like one of these like all encompassing like sign things. So they had like signs and then like poles to post them up on. Oh, word. And so I go to the fucking the upstairs where the office is. And there's this like woman who came to the counter. She might have been five, four, you know, probably like 40, 50 years old talking about her kids and shit. But she was really tiny and really small. And she had on like white pants and then like kind of like mid height like damn after labor day that's crazy hey you know we can't attest everyone's style that's I, crazy there's only so much i can do already failed the there's check. only so i mean look what I'm, i mean i'm just saying like <laughs> maybe that's the reason why your husband <laughs> left lady i don't know but but she had white pants on and then she had these like mid height like kind of furry boots like like kind of like fancier like mom boots and then like a nicer top like a nicer like 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 a uh, sweater type like top you know what i'm saying 
and we go down to the fucking um to where the actual like the print shop is right and the dude down there is wearing like a slipknot shirt or something something cool Hell like yeah. mud vein or slipknot or something oh, you yeah. know what i mean just like a bro hanging out and he's basically like here's the signs but i don't have the poles and i don't feel comfortable climbing up this like 10 foot oh. thing to fucking get these poles for you and i, I was I like i feel like i know where you're going i got a story to tell you after this one and too, i was like GameStop. okay dude like that's fine like that's kind of whatever but like i'll just tell my client that you don't want to go up and get it and so we'll just leave it at that you know what i'm saying and this woman was like what it's just up there i'll go get it oh. and it's like 15 <laughs> feet in the air probably <laughs> and it's just straight up like the industrial shelving but she goes off to the side and climbs up a, a ladder oh that's on God. rollers, go to the uh, uh, the other corner of the building, and then pulls herself up, like chin-up style, up to a fucking shelf that has like these huge like speaker-looking things Jesus on it and like Christ. travel boxes, shimmies around all of those, hops, like legit like does the leg outstretch, hops around the corner, and then she's standing on top of this like huge like shelving system, and there's these poles in the rafters of the ceiling. And they're like 12 feet long. And she's just like rolling them out, like trying to figure out what it is. I have a picture of it because it was the wildest shit wow. ever. You can see what how tiny that woman is. What the fuck is she doing? She's just sitting up there. You couldn't pay me enough, bro. But And she like had no, no fucking hesitation to get up there. Like she was a real one. And she was so bubbly and so nice. And she's wearing these white fucking pants. And she's crawling around in the fucking shelving unit and shit. It was fucking insane. That's wild. And a part of me was like, it is sick that like you are that chill. And another part of me was like, girl, you do not have to work this hard right. for this bullshit <laughs> job. Right. Like, I respect the fact that you want to make my job a little easier, but like, come on now. Right. Like, you are, come on. Going above and beyond. You're doing yeah, too much. For, you are doing, you're making everybody in this it's county look bad. Like, come on. Yeah. When I worked at GameStop one Black Friday, fucking um, rock band, it was right after rock band dropped. And uh, oh Jesus Christ! We had some extra rock band, and this particular store was in uh, the food court in the mall. So it was a really small, really cramped store. The back area was probably the size of where we're sitting right now. If you cut it off, like where the steps are, yeah. And then like the area, like to this table over, was the bathroom. So there was like even like games and shit like in the bathroom. That's how little space. So it's like going to the bodega and there's just fucking product yeah. in the bathroom. You're just like shitting in the fucking storage closet. I'm shitting next to copies of Grand Theft Auto yep. 4 that I can't open for another <laughs> the two months. And cleaning supply and shit. Yeah. yeah. There's bleach falling all on the fucking box and shit. It was yeah. nuts. In yeah. There. You know. But again, um, back when things made sense. Yeah. Um, there was it. There's a crazy story about that back there. But so anyway, um. So, um, we have the rock band cause it's big as fuck. It's in this big ass, like, yeah, cause it had the drums. I remember yeah, that shit came out and everyone was so it. fucking horny for it yeah. cause you could play the fucking drums on it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I was so fucking stoked to so be able to do that shit. We had them shits like up in the, like on regular, like, you know, like retail, like, uh, uh, little racks that go in like the perf board yeah, yeah, yeah. wall. We had them just up in the ceiling on the very top of the perf board so that it was like up against the ceiling, basically. So you couldn't reach it from the floor, mm -hmm. but it was still out on the floor because we couldn't fit it in the back. So whenever people wanted one, we would have to get the fucking ladder, this eight foot ladder and like put it 
because there was no way to actually open it because of how cramped the space was with the gondolas in front of the rack and the other ships yeah, yeah, poking yeah. off the perf board. Mm-hmm. You had to literally, while the ladder was closed, lean it up against the perf board with the other racks and little plastic cases and shit up underneath of them. So it has like almost no support whatsoever and just slowly creep up this bitch and hope to God that one of them uh, like grates doesn't fold into the perf board and send you flying, right? And you have to do that and then carry this rock band down out of the ceiling. So I climb up, I get this rock band down, and this lady, there's, I had, mm, there's a fucking, uh, one of the corners of the boxes was like crushed, and you could like see inside of it. It was like one of those superficial things. And she was like, um, actually, it's supposed to be a gift. Would you mind terribly like getting another one? And she knew it was fucked up asking me because she stood there and watched me get the first one. What? Like, so she was like, fuck, like, she really didn't want to ask me to get this other one, but at the same time, she didn't want to give this, like, you, it was like a big ass hole. The box was fucked up. Like, it was fucked up. So I'm like, fuck. All right. So I put it back and I'm grabbing the second one when the worst happens. I feel the uh, the ladder. You get like the speed wobbles uh, yeah, on it. Yeah, it starts hitting the fucking mm-hmm. Harlem Shake, and um, I took like a fucking like um, like Mick Foley bump with this uh, this rock band like above my head. Kevin, I swear to God, if you tell me that you positioned your body so that you took the brunt of the fall and you did not damage that rock I did. band console. I did. I fell because I eyeballed where I was going to fall. This is why you didn't have sex as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, one of them little gondolas behind me, but it was made out of cardboard. Luckily, it wasn't like a metal one. Mm-hmm. And it was just full of like empty threes because it was like uh, some kind of like Black Friday, like game day sale. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like full of empty 360 cases for used games and shit. And I fell through that bitch. Little pieces of plastic and shit went flying everywhere. It looked like it looked like WWF. Did like, any of your coworkers like, start laughing at you? Uh, nah. My manager was pretty fucking upset. He came running from behind the counter, like asking if I was okay and shit. And I was like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> you could have got a fucking fat. Lawsuit. I could have got yeah. I wasn't hurt though, so I don't know if I really could have secured that bag. Oh, you know, you could have fucking, you know, slip and fall Jimmy your way to something. I, well, you could have I, at least gotten lunch out of I it. I thought about doing that on the dock uh, this summer because I fell in between the truck and the dock. But um, I was like, they're just going to piss test me. I know they're going to piss That's test me. That's what my shit was, dude. Well, I worked at fucking FedEx at one of the distribution centers when I just got out of college. Because it was like, you know, obviously, like, I'm very fortunate that my family was in a situation where they let me move back home after school yeah but then it was like i was just like getting fucked up like i was starting to like do real drugs at that point or i was already doing real drugs you know what i mean but i was like yeah coming into the city like forming copping dope and like getting pills and then going back out to hagerstown and like posting up for the week but like my mom was basically like yo if you're gonna live in my house like you have so and so many months to like get adjusted to not being in college and then after that like you have to get a job and I was like, cool, like, that's fine. And then I couldn't find a fucking, like, job that I wanted, you know, because I thought that I was, like, worth more than what yeah, I was, right? I you got the degree, I'm saying you got the piece of paper that everyone said I'm is too your good golden to work ticket. fucking Burger King, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of was definitely, like, where mm-hmm. I was at because I was, you know, I thought that I was hot shit because I got a degree from, like, a fucking liberal <laughs> daycare. But, like, 
I ended up having to get a job. You know, my mom was basically like, you don't have to pay rent, but like, if you're not fucking working, you're just going to lay in the house all day. And I, she didn't know that I was on drugs. She thought I was like smoking a bunch of weed, which is better than what I was actually doing. <laughs> you're just getting barred out for three days straight in, a, in an interior bedroom with no windows. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about fucking best of times, worst of times. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And so I ended up getting a job at fucking FedEx. And I think I've said it here on the show before, but maybe not to you, but you, tr- you trained for three days at the distribution center. Two of those days were just straight union busting. It oh, was just straight imagine. up how fucking unions are bullshit. FedEx doesn't do a union because we're a family. That's how Sam's Club Walmart is. Yeah, like two days of training and the first day, the first full day is straight up union busting. Yeah, that's all it was. And then... Like the second day was basically like, uh, okay, here's how you pick up a box. You have to do 400 a day, you know, show up at this time, work for this time, you know? And it was like some fucky schedule where it's like your schedules were like, you worked like four hours a day. That was your shift, but then you could pick up extra shifts in four hour increments, but you couldn't work more than 12 hours in a day. And you got paid extra to do like the graveyard shift. So it's like my shift was like from 11 to three, but then I could work like from three to seven. If I, it was like this weird. Yeah, it was fucking weird, but it was like a way to get the skirt around fucking labor laws. So you didn't have to pay, you know, anything for benefits. Yeah, exactly. Keep you under 40 hours. That shit was fucking wild too, because I got that job because they did not piss test people. And I thought that it would be cool because I was just like, I was doing drugs and didn't really realize that I was like a drug addict then, like for like the pills and the dope and shit but like i mainly was just like still smoking weed all the time so my whole thing was like i can quit the pills whenever i want but weed i can't not smoke weed (laughs) and i thought that i would just be working with a bunch of people who just smoked a lot of fucking weed and then i would pull up into the fucking parking lot in the morning and it would just be like the fucking wagon circle of like dudes in cars just crushing pre-work pre-game dude just crushing up everything you can imagine snorting these huge lines and just going in there fucking zooted (laughs) but i worked at the fucking that distribution center for like two weeks (laughs) jesus christ and i like it was um it was in the early spring and i forget why we got busy for something really weird or it was we got busy for easter is what it was because mm. people were sending like Easter presents and shit, which I didn't really think was like a fucking thing, but I yeah. guess it technically yeah. is. And so you had like a chute that came into the truck that was like normal size packages and you had to stack them like bricks. But then you would also have these like beefy, beefy motherfuckers who had a conveyor belt on the floor that was all irregular shaped objects. So it would straight up be like empty whiskey barrels and like TVs and like tires and shit. And they would just walk and put it on the end of your fucking truck. Cause you're in a truck bed and then you have to pull it back to the back and try to find a way to like stack it in this motherfucker. Right. So it was really fucking busy one day and like my conveyor belt was all backed up and all this shit. And I was like, not into it. You also can't wear headphones and like, you can't chew gum while you're working. You, you can't, can't take chew gum. You can't chew gum. You can't eat. You can like barely take breaks to like drink you have to like ask to go to the bathroom and shit i'm sure you're probably not supposed to do all that shit on our dock but nobody gives a fuck. no one gives a fuck yeah <laughs> but i went to go pick up a fucking tv that this person like half left like resting up against the conveyor belt and my truck and so i went to grab it and i straight up fell out of the fucking back of the truck and like landed on my side and like Ooh. fucked up like my shoulder and my knee like, I still can feel it in my shoulder sometimes, but, like, Damn. my knee, will like, was fucked. 
and I fell off and I laid there for a second and no one could see me. And I was just like, I'm not, I quit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in that moment, like as soon as I hit I the ground, that. I was like, I'm done. Like this is bullshit. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And so I like, I got up and I started walking like towards the exit. And then the floor manager was like, what's up? And I was like, I'm, I'm done. And he was like, what do you mean you're done? And I was like, dude, I'm done. I just fell off the truck. I'm done. And he was like, wait, 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 you fell off the truck. And I was like, yeah. And there was this whole fucking thing like in the orientation where it's like you can't get hurt for the first like couple months that you work there. And it's like all this like HR shit because they were like acute, like they were convinced like people were just trying to get jobs there so oh, they could yeah. fall out and get hurt and get workers comp, comp and shit. Yeah, that shit. So it was crazy. all this like shit where like you couldn't file claims within like this window of getting a job there and you can't do this shit within like. A certain amount of time, like, fam. I'm not even pressed. I'm trying to get the. Fuck that was up my out whole here. thing. Was I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to get a fucking any money out of you guys. I don't want any money. I don't want to go in workers' comp. I just want to go home. Like this job is bullshit. Like, and this is fucking dumb. And I'm out. And so I like walked out, and the dude was like, followed me out of the fucking fact, like of the warehouse, through the like security gate, and then to my car. And he yeah. wasn't being a dick, but he was like, yo, like, what's up? Like, why are you quitting? Oh, okay. And I was, I was like, say, that's how my fuck get smoked. No. And I was like, I was like, dude, I fucking hate this job. I don't fuck with this shit. Like this place fucking sucks. These labor practice. I didn't say labor practices, but I basically was like, these labor yeah. practices are fucked up. Right. Right. Cause even then, like, even though I didn't have like the vocabulary, I still like knew that yeah. like, you always know when you're getting fucked, you know, when job. it's wrong at a job. Yeah. And so I was like, this shit ain't worth it. Like, fuck this shit. Like if my mom wants to fucking kick me out for like, that's fine. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not working here no more. And the guy's like, yo, we'll figure something out. Like, don't quit. Like, I can't have people. Like, I can't hold anybody. He got real and he was like, I can't hold anybody on my fucking floor. No one wants to work. If I keep on losing people, I'm going to get fired. Like, you have to come back, bro. Like, and and I was just like, dude, like, you're nice, but fuck you. We're not friends. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't owe you a goddamn thing. Right. Like, fuck off. And so it was like this real awkward thing. You know, and I like, I left and they tried to like hold my paycheck. Like they tried to make it some, like I had to come in and pick it up thing. And I kept on having to call to be like, Nope, uh, you're mailing it. And they're like, Oh, we don't like do that for checks under this amount. And you only work this many hours. I was like, cool. If uh, there's more than a penny on that check, that's my money. I want my money, (laughs) you know? And so I ended up like having to go in and like, I knew someone who worked there. So they like got it for me. Cause like there wasn't anything weird, but I still like, you know what fuck I mean? Nah, I was yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, not going, going in there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, I'm right. not going in there. <laughs> fuck but out of here. <laughs> I'll end this on a very funny note. So the guy who was the, the manager of that like section, right? This dude was a couple years older than me. Fast forward to that summer and I'm hanging out with some of my friends and we meet up with this girl who I've known like since like I was in high school and we have both like recently like gotten out of college and shit. And I go back to her house and like we're partying, we're hanging out and then everyone leaves. They like leave me at the house and she lived at like a party house where like it was like her and like her two sisters who were older than her and then her mom. But the mom like never cared if kids like smoked or drank in the house and shit. Yeah. So like, you know, her daughters are like of age, but like she doesn't give a fuck that we're like. She'd rather be have you in the house as opposed to out in the streets, like one of those type. But we could like get rip roar and drunk in the basement and like smoke weed in the house and like smoke cigarettes in the house. And the mom like did not care. And so like everyone left the party house except for me. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go like hook up with this girl and shit. And I go up into her fucking room and I go upstairs and like, it's a small house. So there's like an upstairs, like 
foyer in between the two bedrooms upstairs like a oh, little word. like it would be like enough room for like a couch but it was enough room for a fucking bed and that was like one of her sister's bedroom was literally like the upstairs landing in between the two bedrooms oh, like yikes. where she slept and so i walk up the steps and turn and i see just like a mattress and like a tv and there's like two people there and there's like oh hey what's up guys and I was like, oh my God, like, okay, this is whatever. It's about to bust your sister's and, cheeks on the other side of this door. And then, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. And then so fucking, I, I get halfway to the door and I hear the dude be like, uh, Robbie? And I look over and it's the fucking floor manager from FedEx oh that I had just walked out of. God. And I was like, what's up, dude? And he was like, oh, it's really nice to see you, man. I'm glad you're doing okay. And then just like went back to watching TV and I went into the girl's room and like, we like sat down and like drank like two shots and I was like, this is too weird. I have to get the fuck <laughs> out of here. And then I, I do no lie. I open up the door to fucking leave and he's still up and he's like, Hey man, where are you going? Like, have a good night. And I'm just, oh, like, oh my God. Nah, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Dude. It, I mean, I, I couldn't do it either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. We should end it. Um, as always, thank you guys for listening. Thank um, you, thank you. If you like the show, please give us a five-star review. Um, just rate us wherever you can. That shit actually does really help, and it's really cool, and it makes us look good. And um, we actually got an email today that we're ranked in <laughs> Pakistan. That shit was lit. Yeah, so we're ranked like number 226 or something for comedy podcasts in Pakistan, so... That's dope. Yeah, so what's up, everybody? Hell yeah. <laughs> one of my uh, my demographics for my Facebook stream is Palestine. No way. Yeah, it's pretty fucking Dude, sick. Dude, fuck yeah. You knew that being anti-Semitic would pay off this <laughs> <Right>? hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. But yeah, so, you know, um, please tell your friends. Continue to tell your friends. People have been. We've been getting more listeners. It's been pretty sick. Uh, Patreon for five bucks a month. You get an extra episode every week. Uh, access to the discord chat um those episodes are pretty fun i don't go as wild as i used to but they're still pretty <laughs> um you can find me everywhere at uh, lord hooper you can find the show everywhere as, as well but you can find me at lord hooper to everything andrew our producer is on twitter and um instagram as uh future sucks and mandrutron says respectively there's links to all of this stuff and then you want to do your plugs um yeah you can find i finally updated the bios and all my shit now so you can find uh the podcast as well as all my stuff pretty much at endlesscemetery.com as well as uh endlesscemetery.jpg for instagram uh mf endless on twitter facebook is endless cemetery games uh twitch.tv slash endless cemetery youtube slash endless cemetery and i think that's it yeah fuck yeah and we got music we haven't had a music week in a while so we're gonna ride out on a nostalgic song uh it's called uh, deepest fold darkest curtain and i'll have links to that in the show notes Ooh. yeah it'll be tight but uh hell yeah thanks guys uh bye